Welcome to the Micropod, I'm Kathy Ennis. Join me as I talk all things business for Mighty Micros, savvy side hustlers, freelancers and solopreneurs. Bite-sized ideas, discussion, inspiration and a few how-tos. Hello and welcome to the Micropod. My name's Kathy Ennis. This is a podcast for people who are running a micro business or thinking about running a micro business. Maybe those people that are running a business on the side of full-time work, the side hustlers out there, and those people that are perhaps solopreneurs, freelancers. So basically it's for people who run um, small businesses, ultra small businesses, but with brilliant and big ambitions. And this is the first episode of my podcast. And I thought that what I would do is put all of this into context for you, because when you're hearing people talk about things that are there to help you grow, develop in whatever area that you want to, I think it's a really good idea to have an understanding of how they got to be where they are at the moment. So um, that's that's what I want to do with you today is I want to actually um, talk about what got me to where I am and how it is that I've ended up working with businesses in, in the way that I do. So I didn't start out to be an entrepreneur. I had no idea that I would be running my own business at any point in my life. That was the furthest thing away from my mind ever. And it was with a lot of things, I think, in many people's lives, it was a combination of chance and things happening to me. So had a pretty, I suppose, inauspicious start back in the 1970s, um, went to a half decent school, not very much was expected of me, I must say. Um, it was in it was in the era just when kids here in the UK had the opportunity to go off to, uh, to university. Um, and in those days, they were supported to go to university as well. And But I don't think it was expected that that's what would happen to me because uh, it never happened to anybody in, in my family. Um, but through one thing and another, things happened to work in my favour and I managed to get a few half-decent exam qualifications and hey presto there I was um, off to do a degree which I loved absolutely loved it fitted me for absolutely nothing because it was non-vocational um, I ended up studying a whole variety of things including film so it meant that for at least two years of my three-year degree I was sitting in the dark which was which was absolutely lovely um, but I came out of there and it was well, where where do I get a job? Because it was right in the heart of a recession. Um, I ended up getting a job and I didn't really know at the time, but it, it was something that I suppose I could say was my vocation. Um, I ended up getting a job in my local public library and I absolutely loved it. And I went off after that um, and I did my professional um, information uh, qualifications and I worked in further and higher education for nearly 20 years. And then after that, I was fortunate to get a job working for um, a professional body and I spent nearly 10 years with them. So if you're doing your maths and adding things up, uh, it was around about my 40th, 42nd birthday that you could say that I entered the world of entrepreneurship uh, when I started my first side hustle. So I was working full time. I couldn't afford to leave my job. There, there was no way I could do that. And actually, 
Even then, at that time, I didn't realise that what I was doing was starting a business. I thought I was doing something that I really liked. I was I was involved in something that I really enjoyed doing. Um, and that then would bring me in a little bit of extra income. <laughs> and I don't know if there are many people out there who, who feel exactly the same way. It's sort of a hobby that turns into something that you might start charging people for. The one thing that I will say is that very quickly it became an obsession with me. And I loved doing that far more than I loved doing the day job. It did take me quite a few years to get myself to the point where I could leave the day job and, and support myself through um, the, the money that I earned um, in the business. And there were a few ups and downs on the way. But that's that's basically the genesis of of where my of where my business started so inauspicious childhood um 20 25 years of of a career and then it was um into into business so i'm sitting here talking to you now i'm in my early 60s so i've been running my businesses because there have been three of them now uh, for the last 20 years in fact this is my 21st birthday year so hey happy birthday to me and um so what brings me to what I'm doing today? Well, it's actually that experience because, yes, 21 years ago, I started my first side hustle. Uh, it took me about 10 years, 8 to 10 years to work it out so that I was then actually able to go at it full time. Um, but even when I did that, it was difficult. When I left university, I came out into a job market that was in the middle of a recession. Um, when I started my business as a micro business, i.e. moving from side hustling into the business being a full-time thing, yeah, it was lovely. I got paid money to leave my job. I, I took my redundancy money and I was as happy as Larry. And then another recession hit. And interestingly, all of my um, clients disappeared almost overnight at that time I was working and my business was around uh, training and personal development and the first thing that happens in a recession with most organizations is that they cut all unnecessary spending and one of those is on training so where things had actually been going really well um, they started going going really wrong and you know the fact is that what I can say now and I say it to all of the people that I work with is that Business is nothing but a series of curveballs. Um, one of the key things when I'm working on businesses with business planning is about risk management and, and identifying what could go wrong. And I think this comes from very much from this point of view is that uh, things went wrong for me. Things go wrong for lots of people. Let's try and prepare for them. I, I had no way of dealing with what went wrong because I had... At that particular point in time, I had no experience and I didn't actually have a network around me. The way the world is today where we can uh, network both, um, well, at current times we can't network face to face, um, but generally we can. And also we've got all of the virtual things that are available to us. At that point in time, when I first started, those things weren't there there wasn't the amount of information <laughs> you know very early days quite actually of, of the internet and access to information like that and and it was it was quite a difficult time where do you go who do you turn to so it was it was quite an interesting time to to be starting a business by somebody who's incredibly naive about business and i think that's the biggest strength that i've got 
And that's the thing that I rely on mostly when I'm working with my clients at the moment is the fact that if things could go wrong, they went wrong for me. And what I had to do is I had to find methodologies for getting myself out of the wrong and into the right. And if I'm working with a client now, what I do is, is I help them, not by telling them what to do, but giving them examples and talking through with them what possibly they could do, what would fit with them, what would fit with their personality, how would they manage those kinds of things. So yeah, lot, lots of lots of things went wrong. There were lots of um there were lots of ups, you know, some really nice times. There were quite a few downs. Um and it was in one of the really bad down times, I mean things seemed to come along all at the same time. Um you know, I, I took my redundancy <laughs> recession hit. My redundancy money didn't last very long. Um, financially, we were really quite tight at, at home. Um, and then, uh, an awful thing happened. My pension was defrauded. So everything that I'd prepared myself for the future, almost 30 years worth of investment into a pension was gone overnight. And it was, it was a really, really dark time, um, financially and, and emotionally. And it was, when I hit that bottom point that the light bulb came on and what the light bulb was about was the fact that I was doing a lot of the things that the textbook said that you need to do when you're running a business, but I wasn't actually really running a business. I wasn't treating it as an entity. Um, it was still almost as if it was the side hustle. When I was running my side hustle, I was working full time. Um, I had a regular salary coming in. So if I didn't make money in the business, it didn't really matter because the salary was coming in. So if I made a loss, it didn't really matter. I'd enjoyed what I was doing. But, you know, I, I needed now to actually really get serious about it because things were serious. And I needed to start making some, need to start making some money and sort of paying my own way. I'm, I'm incredibly lucky that I've got a hugely supportive husband, um, who has been my rock uh, for all of these years. So that, that was, that was a very much a, you know, a plus point that, that I had to deal with, but I had to get serious about what I was doing. And, and the thing that I realized is that Business is actually really quite simple. Um, you have to be able to do two things, but not two. You don't have to be extraordinarily clever. You don't have to be fascinating or you don't have to be mega creative. What you do need to be able to do is add up because numbers in business um, matter. And you do have to be able to plan. And that was really my light bulb is that I realized that although I'd been doing this stuff for quite a long time, I didn't really understand how businesses worked. I didn't understand how to plan and I didn't understand how to, um, within the business, plan for the amounts of money's coming in and the amounts of money's going out. Now, to some of you, that might sound, well, she's a bit daft. What does she mean? She didn't know those kinds of things. But you'd be surprised the number of people that I come up against on a day-to-day -day basis who make up a price because they think that's what people are going to pay rather than thinking about how much does my business cost? How do I build my pricing around what it is that I do? How do I build it around the level of experience and expertise that I've got? So it, it might sound simplistic, but it but it actually isn't. So that that was my light bulb moment. I needed to understand how 
numbers worked in my business and I needed to understand how to plan my business. And I made it my job to go and do that. Um, I found that most of the business planning processes that were out there were not written for a business like mine. They were written for businesses that were going to be hiring staff, maybe had premises, and probably going out somewhere to finance the business startup or the business growth. I wasn't a business like that. I'm a micro business. I am the business. I'm the chief cook and the bottle washer. If it doesn't get done by me, it doesn't get done. Okay. These days I do outsource some things, but at that point I couldn't afford to. I had to do it all myself. So that kind of planning wasn't wasn't suitable for me. So I had to ingest all of this stuff and then start thinking about, well, well how would I do it in a business like mine? If I need to think about um, my products and my prices, who my customers are, how I get my message out to my customers, how can I do that within a business like mine where I'm I'm the person that's in charge and I'm the person responsible for doing everything. So I started to develop my own planning process and um, that started to work. I also started to be much more systemized um, and systematic in what I did. I started to introduce um, automations and processes so that I wasn't reinventing wheels all of the time. That's the worst thing as, as a sole um, business person, you know, when, when you're on your own is to keep having to do things over and over and over again or, or repeating things. If you can put a process in place that allows you to, um, get on with what you do best and they will take care of themselves in the background, that's, that's really what you should be doing. So I, I started doing that in the business, started taking the numbers much more seriously, started my own version of business planning and then uh, interesting things started to happen because my business started to become more successful um, and I was still working in things to do with uh, personal development. I was working with um, quite strongly with the concept of uh, personal brand and I was helping people understand how to promote themselves but also things to do with uh, training around things like public speaking and, 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 and that kind of stuff. Um, and but interesting things started to happen in as much as because I networked effectively, uh, other business people would start saying, Kath, can we go and have a cup of coffee and and have a chat? And I've got a bit of an issue. I know that you do this. I'd like to talk to you about how you do it and, you know, how I might be able to introduce that kind of thing into my business. So go out for a cup of coffee, sit in a coffee shop, have have a cup of coffee um, and I'm a very visual person so I'd probably grab a napkin and I'd draw a diagram on it for the person and say you know do this do that do the other thing and they'd go off and they'd start doing that thing and they'd start getting more successful and I remember a friend saying to me one day because I was saying oh I'm so busy I haven't had time to do I can't even remember what it was now I haven't had time to do such and such and they said well what, where are you spending your time? And, and I explained to them and they said, so, so how much are you charging for that? And I said, what do you mean? And they said, well, you know, people are making use of your knowledge and your understanding. So what, what, what are you charging for that? And, um, I said, nothing. And they said, you're daft. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I am daft. And so I thought, actually, I'm, I'm, offering a service here it's it's based on what i've learned about business what i've learned about planning what i've learned about managing the money in my business um it's based on the things that i've attempted and have gone wrong and the things that i've done and have gone right 
and I'm saving that person grief, time, effort and money um, by the benefit of that kind of experience and some of that sort of guidance that, that, that I'm giving. So I spoke to somebody about that and said, well, what do you think I'm doing? And they said, well, you're mentoring. Um, it's not coaching because there's too much uh, bossiness. And so that you're mentoring. And so I started investigating this concept of business mentoring, very specifically business mentoring, not mentoring, just mentoring, business mentoring. And um, I found the Association of Business Mentors and I became a member of that. And I did my qualifications, my initial qualifications in that. And um yeah, I'm also accredited by the International Authority of Professional Coaching and Mentoring. So I've got I've got those qualifications and that's what I spend my time doing now. I work with micro businesses, side hustlers, freelancers, you know, consultants, your proverbial what might used to have been called one man bands and what is a term that I abhor with every fibre of my being. People sometimes say with derision and down their noses, oh, lifestyle businesses. There's nothing lifestyle about it, I can tell you, because actually my lifestyle went straight out of the window when I started a micro business because you don't have very much. T- it's all work, no life and no style, I can tell you. Um, and so that's what I do now is I, I work with businesses like that and they can be any type of business, you know, um, a Pilates teacher, a nutritionist, um, somebody who sells courses. Um, oh goodness me. I'm, I'm the, the, the world is your lobster as, as, as my dad used to say. It's basically the thing that strings them together, holds them together is that it's generally either one person running the business being everything in the business or very few people. Um, and I work with them now to help them be as successful as they could. I made all the mistakes so they don't have to. That's what I, that's what I always tell them. I act as a helicopter on their business. I'm, I'm invested in them as individuals. I'm not invested in their businesses in as much as I can actually see what's happening there probably clearer than they can because they're so entrenched in it. In the same way, I can't see everything within my own business. I, I need somebody to say, hey, Kath, you know that thing you've been doing, stop doing it because um, you need to concentrate in this in this direction. So that's the sort of thing that I do. And my biggest, biggest, biggest learning, and it is the thing that I talk about all of the time and I advocate, advocate hugely, um, is that businesses will succeed if they are planned. I don't mean that one you take off to the bank, but I do mean that one that says, um, this is my objective for the year and it has to be measurable. It can't be anything else. If you can't measure it, it's just a wish. This is my objective or objectives for the year. These are the steps I'm going to take to get there. Um, this is how I'm going to measure what actually happens so that I can make adjustments along the way. And these are the systems and processes that I'm going to put into my business. And I think that for me, that's the thing that um, will make micro businesses, side hustle businesses, consultant businesses, solopreneurs, freelancers, call it what you will. Those businesses that are generally one person operated, that's what will make them successful. So I'm going to be sharing in my podcast information to help businesses like that. I'm going to be doing some how to's. I'm going to be um, helping as much as I possibly can businesses 
on the very micro side, be very macro with their product services and because I don't think it's a dirty word, their profit. So I hope you found that uh, useful. I hope it's given you a bit of a background as to where I'm coming from in terms of what the podcast is about. And I look forward to you joining me on some of my future episodes. So thank you very much for joining me and until next time. You have been listening to The Micropod with me, Kathy Ennis. Make sure to check out all episodes on my blog at www.littlepiggy.ltd and your favourite podcast platforms. Join me again next time for more bite-sized info on all things micro-business.